0: are locked on tar heels your daily podcast on the unc tar heels part of the locked on podcast network your team every day park the sound at your favorite tar heel voice welcome to locked on tar heels as always it's a great day to be a tar heel i'm your host Candace cooper thank you so much for joining me today do yourself a favor make sure you download subscribe to the podcast from anywhere you can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked on Heels or me personally at Candice D. Cooper. Here's what I have on tap for you guys today. We've got UNC versus Duke to preview. Just, you know, at the end of the day, at this point, <laughs> I think every fan is just saying, just don't make us look bad, right? Just try and play the best game you know how. We're also going to talk UNC women who dropped another one, this time versus FSU, and it was their lowest scoring one of their lowest scoring games of the season. And I'm like, listen, we do not want to be like the guys in that regard. We all need to get back on the same page, especially considering it's February. Finally, we'll look to what's ahead for the weekend, what you can get excited about as Carolina men's and women's basketball are playing. And we'll talk about it all next week. So let's jump right into it. There will be 15 games played Saturday with top 25 teams in each matchup and none of them feature what many call the greatest rivalry in sports. The rivalry is so dull, <laughs> this heralded matchup won't even be seen in primetime Saturday, for Saturday Night Hoops. Carolina and Duke head into Saturday's game as two teams that started out the year ranked, and now neither is ranked for the first time in 60 years. It's crazy to sit here and talk to you and think that neither team is a lock to make it into the NCAA tournament. Yes, I you heard that right. They are not a lock to make it into the NCAA tournament. Honestly, it's very fitting for the 2020-2021 season, which has been across for the entire college basketball sphere. But never would you think that a two-story program such as these would be struggling to find offense, right? Not when they're known for having some of the most lethal shooters to ever take the court. Just never thought that we would be in this position and yet, Here we are now. Carolina has certainly had some of its best wings, some shooters. We talk about guys in current you know, positions. We talk about the fact that we have Danny Green, who's an NCAA champion and the NBA champion, most recently come to mind. Think about Wayne Ellington. Hell, you even think about guys like Reggie Book- Bullock, who were able to just shoot the lights out. And when you look on the Duke side, I mean, there is no Christian Laettner. There is no, you know, J.J. Reddick. There absolutely is not a guy like Jay Williams who can facilitate the floor like we're used to seeing. It's just not of recent memory, (laughs) any Carolina or Duke team that we've come to enjoy. It's almost like I, but hey, in some sense, okay, would you rather have both teams be okay? Because we wouldn't want a dominant Duke team playing a kind of sully Carolina team, even though we always say rivalry games bring out the best in both sides, but you wouldn't want a great Carolina team kind of blowing over a Duke squad It's not as fun. So when both teams stink, it's kind of like anything can happen, right? Anything is certainly up for the courts. There's no player you're hating on from either side, right? There's no guy that you've just been waiting to dog out. The fact that there's no fans in the court, there's no Duke, you know, people all in your face. There's no Carolina wine and cheese, but we all know they get up big for the Carolina Duke matchup. There's no player to hate on and like fans are just hoping at the end of the day that their squad doesn't embarrass them when the clock hits zero, zero. Teams with experienced talent like Gonzaga and Baylor are doing well this season, while ones that are heavily reliant on first-year players like Duke and Carolina are largely struggling, and the way the pandemic impacted their development is the biggest reason why. As many of you know, a lot of freshmen were not able to come on campus early. They were not able to learn the styles of play, build those bonds and relationships, understand how their teammates operate and, you know, be able to communicate better. So that's something that certainly hinders the growth process. When we look at, you know, the Fab Four or what was it, the Fab Four or Five that came from Duke, In recent years with Zion and Cam Johnson and the rest of those guys, and how we all were like, Well, they're only gonna be there 10 months. Well, at least they got the opportunity to come in summer ball and like you know, get to know each other, learn each other, grow, have these AAU tournaments where they got to see each other and all that good stuff. Like that just did not happen for this year's group of freshmen. Three of Duke's top scorers are freshmen DJ Stewart, Jalen Johnson, and Jeremy Roach. And four of North Carolina's top six scorers are freshmen Caleb Love, Daron Sharp, RJ Davis, and Kerwin Walton. So to me, neither Roy nor Coach K use this as an excuse though, right? They don't sit here and harp on the fact that they have a young team. They treat it as much as if it's just another point of adversity and an opportunity they have to overcome because frankly it's life you're never going to have a perfect situation you never have a perfect team you can see flashes of what a team could be but frankly that's just not what these squads are right now and that's okay that's just the reality that's their truth and so we have to go from there but when you look at the numbers right duke is winless when duke is zero and five like duke is zero and five this year when it scores 73 points or fewer and seven and one when it scores at least 74 points so they're looking to find offense and certainly against a Carolina team if they play it right they will be able to do that on Saturday now when you look at Duke on the other side Duke is winning when the Devils are 5-0 and when they hold opposing teams to 68 points or fewer and 2-6 and six when opponents exceed 68 points which again It's not impossible for a Carolina team who just barely scraped by putting up 50 Tuesday against Clemson. Carolina is coming off one of its worst scoring performances this season. The Tar Heels are 7-0 when turning the ball over 13 times or fewer, and 4-6 when the team exceeds that total. So what, what can you say there? When Carolina turns the ball over, they are going to get stomped on, as they should, right? Because you have to get over this careless mistake. It's one thing if you just get tussled up and you just don't figure it out. If someone's playing great defense. We'll live with that. But if you're assembly- Throwing the ball away, passing it to space—like if you're not executing plays efficiently, honestly, I wish that you know I want more fast break points. So you can stop making those same damn mistakes. So let's talk three keys, right? Carolina has to handle the ball well. Number one, Carolina cannot afford to make careless errors against their rival. It's it will not only feed into the menta- mentally exhausting narrative that the heels are turnover tyrants, which they are, but Duke will feed off that energy, as they should. Like I said, if you're going to make the mistakes, you're going to pay for it, and eventually you're going to get tired of doing it, and you're going to get tired of team stomping on you, and you'll just try and fix it. You know, pretty simple math, right? We don't want to give Duke any flashes of confidence because it's there. So no matter How tragic they have been this season. You saw in the Louisville game, they have the energy to get in games, right? You have seen them come back against the Boston Colleges of the world. So they are capable of coming in, making you feel bad about yourself and go ahead and dominate. So we can't even have that happen. Number two, Carolina has to play better at the guard wing position. Playtech can't go scoreless. Leaky Black can't have under 10 points. RJ Davis can't be ice cold. It can't happen, right? Right. De'Ron Sharp cannot be the only player that gets double digit. I know it may not happen this go round, but like let's keep it a ban. Like we, I, I can't sit here and say with confidence it won't. <laughs> I can't sit here and say with confidence that this team is going to have internal conversations, come to Jesus meetings as a unit and try and figure out how to be better the next go-round. You just cannot say that confidently, right? Number three, Armando Bacot has to step into the role that we've been waiting for Garrison to be in. Let's keep it, let's keep it a ban. episode okay Armando Bega has been having a great year but after a forgettable game Tuesday I hope he's hungry to show up and be the Dominic big he has been for us all season averaging 12 points and then barely putting up one like that's unacceptable unacceptable behavior if they can't make a free throw number four I'm putting in a bonus one if they go 50% from the line I'm probably not watching Carolina basketball anymore this season I will give you guys the highlights based on what others have seen, but I don't know that I can stomach it anymore because if you can't make freaking free throws, why are you a college athlete? That's the fundamentals. That's why you should sign up. That's why people are like, oh, well, what's his free throw percentage? 85%, bam, nothing, say, say less. So, if you can't make free throws, go ahead and have several seats. Let's not even let's not even do this. So, there, there's my three cents that you didn't ask for, but you got, okay? Now, if you're looking to bet on this game, I'm trying to tell you, I would bet the under. <laughs> not even because there's going to be a great defensive game, but because it's going to be sloppy. And they're not going to be able to make shots. It's going to be ugly, and you're going to hope. That they just get through and they can't make free throws. So, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet any money, anything less than under, okay? And if you're going to, there's only one place that has you covered and one place that I trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today with a, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Now we talked about the ladies. All the ladies in the place with style and grace. North Carolina women hosted Florida State last night at home. Carolina fell to Florida State 61-51 after posting its lowest scoring output of the season. And I laugh because, like, we just sat here and talked about Clemson versus Carolina men's game where Carolina lost 63-50. And I'm over here like, did y'all just decide as a unit that we weren't going to be on a shooting page today? I just let me know what, what we got going on, right? The Tar Heels are now 8-8. Eight overall in three and eight in ACC play after their third loss in a row Uh, grad student guard Stephanie Watts led UNC with 11 points off the bench while senior center Janelle Bailey turned in a double double the 41st of her career with 10 points and 10 rebounds shout out to at least two of Carolina's women getting in double digits can't say that about the men all right, so that's unfortunate, but here we are. The Tar Heels had a season-low 18 points at halftime to FSU's 29 after shooting 22.6% from the field in the first two periods. Let's also talk about the fact that Carolina was struggling on the men's side with 16 points in 16 minutes. So I don't know what we had going on the past couple of days, but y'all was just not giving it to me. The Tar Heels were out, outscored FSU FSU 16-13 in the fourth quarter, but it wasn't enough to dig out of the deep hole that they had themselves in. Ladies, we were not supposed to repeat the same scoring performance as the fellas. This is getting stressful for me. (laughs) I am getting about tired of talking about low score. Is it just bad juju what's going on over there in Chapel Hill? The energy, the vibe is low. We know the seasons are changing. Got a little snow action. It's getting cold, which I'm not feeling. It. Your elbows stiff. Like you ain't supposed to have stiff elbows till so you're about thirty, right? So I'm just not understanding why our shooting percentages are so low. Why our free throw percentages are so low? I just help me understand. Like this is this is an open space. <laughs> so when you check back in, I just I need y'all to shake this off, shake off the rust, please, because we can't be slumping in February. This was cute early January late December this is not cute mid-February that we're about to be in the ladies have seven games left that's if they don't get canceled or postponed because they're probably they're postponed at this point they're going to get canceled so you don't have many opportunities left to get it right but you can still win out right you can still be even in the ACC with these wins as you know that the Duke games were canceled. The Virginia games were canceled because those teams opted out for the season. But there are still opportunities for Caroline to show the growth that I know Coach Courtney Banghart is trying to provide for everyone to say, say that this team is on the hunt. They're in pursuit. They're trying to get better. They just need to really dig in and dig deep and kind of execute. That's what it all boils down to, right? You've got to make shots. It's plain and simple, ABC one, two, three. So if I have to come up there to Chapel Hill, just know, Is one quick drive. I've got everything in place thanks to rockauto.com because it's a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. If you go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, you will be in luck. They have everything that you need. They have a catalog that is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and same for the professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Make sure you visit rockauto.com. 2020 is thankfully over. It's a time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and you want more wins, listen to Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked on Bets wherever you get podcasts. Now to wrap it up, to bring you on home, right, the week recap. UNC now, from a football side, has 19 players committed For the 2021 season I mentioned earlier this week, go back and listen to that episode talking about Dante Balfour. We talked with Dre Bly about how he can, you know, help, how Balfour can help the team get better. We're trying to just keep it rolling. The energy is high for Carolina football. The season 2021 schedule is out. Season tickets are now available. All of that good stuff. So are you in or out? Are you trying to get On the winning squad, because that's what it comes down to, right? We're trying to really get behind Matt Brown and the boys. Sam Howell is on his Heisman campaign, and we are just going to support as much as we can, pending everything going right. Hopefully, everything back outside will be opened up by August, right? Carolina men's hoops. Faces Duke over the weekend. We'll discuss that on Monday. As you know, 6 p.m. Saturday, Carolina's taking down the Blue Devils. So, we'll be sure to recap that game come Monday. And then we've also got to talk Carolina facing NC State on a women's side. We know NC State is a dominant powerhouse in women's hoops period they have taken two number one teams down already this season and hopefully Carolina can spoil their fun on Sunday we'll keep our eyes peeled for that so a lot of good things happening down the stretch right a lot of good opportunities for Carolina to get back in to the hunt and think of it as I mentioned Carolina is not a guarantee from the men's side in the NCAA tournament. When we talk about a Duke-Carolina rivalry, you can't even imagine the fact that neither team is a surefire thing. However, what we can do is just support Keep the negative energy to a minimum things that we want to see again, we want to have great energy from our bigs as they always do, but the guards have got to step up they have got to get be better passers they have got to execute plays right they can't make the mental mistakes can't look flustered. I think with the Clemson game, it was just apparent how frustrating it was not to be able to score not to be able to you know facilitate not to be able to make stops truly like Clemson was just running all over. Carolina, which just didn't make sense. It's like, do you guys, is something about the Clemson Tigers these past few years that have had a hold on you? Amir Sims is great. Nick Honor is great. But at the end of the day, let's figure it out, right? And if you think about Carolina, I mean, if you think about Duke coming up, is Matthew Hurt going to give you all the business? Is Jalen Johnson going to finally figure it out? Like, how are we going to get, you know, something back here? So, I don't know. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. Can you hear it in my tone? I'm stressed. I don't know how Caroline's going to do, but at the end of the day, they've got to figure it out. They've got to figure it out soon. You don't have many opportunities left. Like I mentioned, the girls only have seven games left on their season. The men do not have far few. They don't have as mm, Let me try. Let me try it again. You see how I'm getting flustered. They don't have about the same or a few more as the women. So we're just trying to figure out where do we go from here? (laughs) How do we... Figure out a way to secure some more wins. We got to play Miami, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Louisville, Boston College, Florida State, Syracuse, and then we got to play Duke again and try and squeak our way in the tournament and do something with that. Sounds stressful because it is. (laughs) If it sounds stressful, it's because it is. So Caroline's going to have to figure it out, but I would love to know your thoughts at locked on heels at Kennedy C Cooper. Tell me what are y'all thinking about this team? How do you think that they'll fare? Are you even going to watch on Saturday? If not, why? You know, Are you over the Carolina season? Do you not like the up and downness that you've seen, the inconsistencies at times, the flashes? Are you enjoying that at least, right? Having Caleb put up at least 20 points one time this season, are you hoping for better? Are you still believing in just giving them time? Do you think that all these guys will come back next season and try and make a real go out of it with the way college basketball is set up? You just never know how they're still not going to play pay these kids when it's all said and done. I would just take my talents to the next level. But that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. I think right now the only person that probably has his sights set on the next level would be De'Ron Sharp. But, hey, who knows? So, hopefully we got big games coming. I hope we have great positive things to talk about on Monday. Again, I hope you guys stay safe and smart out there. Make wise choices over the weekend. Still a lot going on. Still very much in the pandemic. Wash your hands. Be safe. And, you know, again, as we roll through February, we just – Keep the vibes going. I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you have a great weekend. And as always, go Heels.